And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, he scores! Martina Kucherov wins it in overtime! Saved by Vasilevsky, and he keeps it out of the net. Reaching behind him, he had it in his glove. Now for a feed in front of Kelly, he scores! And has won it in overtime! Steven Stamkos has reached 60 goals! Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing? This is a late Thursday afternoon edition of Locked On Lightning, as some of you have may already have been accustomed to by now. I will be dropping some episodes, well, we have been dropping some episodes here and there in the later afternoon, um, but you know what? You guys have responded greatly to that and the reception has been wonderful uh as you know just to talk about a little bit off top of the show that um the locked on podcast network broke its uh its record it's already standing record that it had for the largest single day audience and obviously we're not stopping there as a network we're going on to try and set that new record set a new record five times in six days and you know, obviously we're going to get there as a network. Um, and I just want to say off top of the show that, you know, I started this back in February and I wasn't exactly sure what to expect. Obviously, you know, it was it was just the timing was right for me because I, I was thinking back around Christmas time that, you know, I, I know a lot about sports Um and let's put this knowledge to some use. You know, I want to talk to people about it, uh, you know, out there on the airwaves, I guess you could call it. I mean, we're on a podcast, not a radio show, but uh, you get the gist. Um, and it's, you know, we we started from just a couple, maybe a handful of listeners uh, the first couple of weeks. And then you, you know, by word of mouth, and you know, the Internet, social media, all that stuff. More and more people have come, and even through the whole pandemic when there was no sports and we weren't even sure when uh, when we were going to see hockey again, you guys stayed with us, and the, the audience actually started to grow, which was interesting. Um, and then, obviously, through this whole playoff run, we've gotten more listeners. Um, you know, we've gotten a huge jump in listeners. We've, I believe, we've, since the playoffs started, I think our listenership has tripled, almost quadrupled since then and i mean it's incredible to see that and it really it's it, it makes me proud obviously knowing that you know i'm not sitting here just talking to myself really even though i am in live time but um you know you guys are going on and you know listening and being very involved obviously on social media and all that stuff and i just want to say thank you to you guys personally uh we sent out a little thing on the locked on lightning twitter page today but i just want to say you know personally for me to you from me, the host, to you, the listener, thank you very much for all the support and love you give us um, on a daily basis because that's what we do. We come here daily and keep up the good work. And in the meantime, you know, come keep coming to us because uh, I'm going to be talking lightning all the time as well as obviously all the news that's happening around the NHL um, as well as, you know, tell your, your family members, tell someone maybe who is just getting into hockey for the first time doesn't know what. Uh, team to pick well Tampa Bay Lightning are probably the best team they'll pick right now um, but having said that uh, you know they didn't show it in the game the other night in which they lost 
two to one in double OT. And I'm going to start off the bat by discussing, just saying that that I, you know, I spoke on the the pregame episode in which the I was looking at the game as if Point was playing. I didn't realize, and we didn't get the news until maybe. I want to say 20 minutes to game time that he wasn't playing. And the explanation that Coach Cooper gave, which, in my opinion, I think is a really bogus excuse. I mean, it's one thing if he can't play, right? If he physically can't go out there and skate for 20 shifts or so um, for the entire game, then that's a whole other story within itself. But to go out there before a playoff game in which you have a you know every good chance as any to put the series to bed clinch and then maybe have a day or two off before you're playing for the biggest prize in this game in the Stanley Cup um and that's just but to come out and say that you're managing him now I don't know what exactly that means to what extent he meant by that I would assume that I'm just going to take it for what it is, is that he doesn't want Point to get to further, um, you know, make the injury worse, which is obviously, you know, we understand that. And the worst thing that could happen is that they lose Point for the rest of the playoffs if they do, which we fully expect them to um, play in the Stanley Cup Finals. So, you know, playing without Point, that would be just, not a good situation for all parties involved. Uh, we saw it in Game 3. We saw it in Game 5. Uh, you know, the the Islanders figured it out. And it's really not, it's really not, you know, any kind of, kind of just like brainiac uh, observation. It's the fact of the matter is, is that the Lightning, not only the confidence level, but the, offensive output I mean just trying to get anything going is just it's it's painful to watch at times um and I guess the the best word that could describe them without Braden Point is they're stale this team is stale um they had they had a you know they had a couple of good chances there tonight um they had a four minute penalty uh that carried over into another into the, I think they had two minutes left uh, at the start of OT, and they still couldn't couldn't score. And you know, obviously, you could contribute that being, you know, Varlamov had an incredible game. Um, you know, I'm not gonna them not being able to score um, about I want to say 40 percent of that is because Varlamov is playing out of his mind, which he needs to in order for the Islanders to stay in this series. I think if you know, what, and we'll talk about the Rahey goal. That was, I mean, that was just a kick in the, the gut right there. But, um, you know, he's, I think that if he doesn't play almost nearly perfect, which he did, he only gave up one goal uh, on 37 shots. Uh, and I just think that he needs, you know, that's the way he needs to play, obviously, other than, you know, the light, other than, you know, the Islanders need to kind of wish that hopefully – um, Coach Cooper decides to quote unquote manage Braden Point. Um, I'm very curious as to see to what extent he is injured. How badly is Braden Point injured? Because if I were Braden Point, 
and I was battling an injury. Um, and this is the Stanley Cup playoffs, and this is the biggest game the Lightning have played thus far throughout this whole run, which, I mean, you can't – there's no if and or buts about it. It It is 100% the most important game that the Lightning have played thus far. And to sit your best player – and, yeah, Braden Point is the best player on this team right now. Um, he is – if the Lightning do win the Stanley Cup Finals, unless, you know, if they do make it to the Cup Finals and he weren't to play – Maybe the conversation has changed over to possibly Vasilevsky or Hedman, but we're not going to talk about that until you know we need to. But right now, Braden Point's the best player on this team, and he is the front runner for the Conn Smythe Trophy. I don't care about any of those players on the Stars right now. I don't because, and I said it on the last show, I'm not even going to talk about the Stars. You know, I joked a little bit about saying that, and then I spoke about the Stars, but I really mean it this time. I'm not talking about the Stars because they still need to handle business this series, okay? And I'm not saying that the Lightning are already looking towards Cup Finals. That's not what this is about. This is about the Lightning's inability to play without Braden Point because, you know, they need – this is what needs to happen. The other guys need to step up, okay? And if they don't step up, we're going to have another outing in Game 6 – that we had in Game Five, um, the Lightning need to start. I mean, they probably know way more than we do. Um, obviously, the teams aren't releasing anything other than unable to fit or unfit to play or whatever you want to call it. The fact of the matter is, is that we have a 50-50 chance that Braden Point might not be playing in Game Six, and the Lightning need to come to terms with that. Okay, and the other guys need to, to step up. They really need to step up. Now, I'm just going to go over some of the stats from this game, and then we'll talk about some of the moments that happened as well in this game. So, Tyler Johnson, no goals, no points, plus minus of negative one. uh, Paquette, no points, two penalty minutes, three shots on goal. Alex Kalorn, no points, two shots on goal. Andre Palat, no points, four shots on goal. Uh, Blake Coleman, who's been an absolute animal throughout this whole run, you know, got on the board. He had an assist on that Victor Hedman uh, goal. And then everyone else except for, you know, really just Hedman and Shen. Shen and Coleman and Hedman were the only guys that really did anything tonight. Um, the And then the only lightning player to crack above four shots on goal tonight, last night, Nikita Kucherov. Now, in the Stanley Cup playoffs, especially against a team like the Islanders, I don't care. I don't care who's in that. I don't care if it's Varlamov or Billy Smith. I really don't care who's in that for the Islanders. The Lightning need to put more shots on goal. Okay, I I know they had 37, and that's great. That's all good and fun, and that's that's perfect. But especially when your top scorer, your top player, is not on the ice for 60 minutes, you need to pepper the goaltender and. I'm not going to sit here and, and critique every single shot that the Lightning took last night. But a lot of them weren't, you know, a lot of them were right in the chest. Yeah, there was some here and there, a good number. I want to say 70% of shots that were, you know, you one could make the case that they challenged Varlamov last night. But guess what? It wasn't good enough. And Nikita Kucherov can't be the sole answer. We can't expect... Only Nikita Kucherov and Victor Hedman, who, by the way, has eight goals for the playoffs now, 
which is insane. Um, they need to be better. They need to be better, especially without Braden Point. Um, Alex Kalorn needs to step up. Uh, Andre Palat, I spoke on the last show. He's been one of our guys this entire playoff run, but he can't open up. The, the ice isn't going to open up for him if the other players on this team just sit back and wait for Kucherov and Hedman to do something. These guys, and, and Palat, that's not Palat's game. Palat relies on guys like Kucherov, like Point, to space out the ice, to set them up with good chances. And so what I'm saying is that Kucherov can't do it all, but at the same time, he, you know, he needs help. He needs help. And he needs to do more. You know, there's some moments, there's some gut check chances, uh, moments in the playoffs. We've seen it for as long as the Stanley Cup Finals have been a thing. Guys, the unsung heroes, need to step up. And that's basically the theme of Game 6, is that we need guys need to step up, whether points out there or not. Because Braden Point, Victor Hedman, and Nikita Kucherov aren't going to score all the goals. They're going to set up the goals. But they're not going to step. You know, they're not going to be able to do it all by themselves. They. This is a team sport. This isn't. You know, three on five out there, five on three, whatever you want to call it. But the Lightning were. They looked like for the most part last night that they were really just looking around, waiting for something to happen. And I know they had that Carter Verhage goal called back, but um, that first of all, that that should have been a goal. I mean, that that offsides call should have been called right from the get go. Um, I don't know why they really need it. You know, they, they needed a review. The ref was right there. That's just a testament to, unfortunately, how atrocious um, the the officiating has been. So, but it is what it is. Um, so, we'll talk about the game as a whole in just a bit. But I want to get to our sponsors right now, our great friends at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for the last 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, the tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks. Deliver it directly to your door. The, auto, the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for the professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com and if you choose not to use your car today tomorrow or if you just don't have a car then you could use doordash doordash is the app that brings you food the food you're craving right now right to your door ordering is easy open up the doordash app choose what you want to eat and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery just open the doordash app select your favorite local restaurant and your food will be left at your door Go to go to DoorDash right now, um, and listeners could get five dollars off and zero delivery fees on their first order of fifteen dollars or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code Locked On NHL. That's five dollars off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code Locked On NHL. Don't forget one last time. That's code Locked On NHL for five dollars off your first order with DoorDash. So. I started off the show uh, 
ranting and raving about just guys need to be accountable. Um, I didn't even bother to look at the post game uh, interviews. I just, I here's the thing. Um, that was the kind of game, and I know NBC going into OT was like, well, the Lightning are undefeated in OT. Well, you forgot something. Who did they have in all of those OT games? They had Braden Point. I believe he scored two game-winning goals uh, out of those OT games too. So, you know, not having you know Braden Point, your best player on the team, other than maybe Steven Stamkos, um, uh, which I think he's probably taking the crown now for best player on the Lightning. I think we could all. I think it's safe to assume that that has happened at this point. The fact of the matter is, is that I knew. I just had, you know, I just had that feeling. Everyone has that feeling. Going into OT, their best, their best chance was scoring on that four-minute penalty. Um, if they didn't score on that penalty, uh, you know, which they had two minutes left of going into OT, if they couldn't do it then, they definitely weren't going to do it on even strength. They had a couple of very good chances uh, here and there, especially on the power play, but, you know... Um, Almost doesn't count in the in the goal stat sheet, unfortunately. But uh, let's just talk about the game as a whole. I don't want to sit here and rant and rave. Obviously, we all know by now that the Lightning lost in double OT last night on an incredible, a pretty really impressive uh, rush back down the ice. Um, the Islanders could have easily have messed up that whole sequence. Um, we've seen that sequence happen tons of times where. I mean, you name a hockey game, name a team. I'm sure we could all think of one instance where that has happened, where they totally go wide on that, and Doc Emmerich loses his mind, and you fall off the couch because either you're so intense or maybe you have the TV blasting, and Doc scared the crap out of you. But um, first period, both had some good chances, needed to have more urgency. That was the thing that just was bothering me throughout this game. Uh, It seemed as almost that the Lightning were picking and choosing their moments as opposed to just, you know, applying the pressure constantly on the Islanders, which they need to do that. They need to apply the pressure constantly on the Islanders. Um, Yeah, they had 37 shots on goal, but especially without your top scorer, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. And solely relying, which it seemed like at most times, um, on your defensemen, notably, Victor Hedman, uh, it's not a recipe. It's not a good recipe to win. Um, the one question I have, which I haven't seen since probably game one, and I spoke about this with Locked on Islanders host Gil Martin, was the three up top, that worked incredible for them in game one. Uh, they actually scored a goal. I forgot who really scored the goal off the top of my head, but that's besides the point. They scored a goal. That's all that matters. And... It worked remarkably for them. Now, obviously, if it if it's ain't, it ain't broken, why fix it? They immediately went away from that as soon as they scored the goal. And I don't understand why they don't try that now and then. Spread the ice out. You know, don't have if, – if you're going to have three up top, um, if you're not going to get pucks through traffic, which the Lightning, you know, you got to give your credit. You got to give credit when credit's due, though. I mean, the Islanders have been doing pretty much the exact same thing that the Columbus Blue Jackets have been doing. But you know what? They they got to do better. Um, that's all I could say. The Lightning need to do better, especially without 21 out there. Um, 
going into and then right at the end, sort of uh, at fifteen forty one into the first period, Roman Pulak scores a goal on the power play, giving the Islanders one nothing lead. So we go into the second period. Uh, Lightning start to you know pull up the pressure, really start up the you know the urgency there. The, the, I I just don't understand why they don't play the entire game like this. Like I said um, just a few moments ago, it seems like they just pick and choose when they want to do this. Um, I don't know why you're you're one of the fastest teams in the league. Uh, don't let these guys. I mean, you've already proven um, that you could you could outskate these guys, that you could outshoot these guys. Why not bring that same mentality into every game, every possession? So I don't understand. I don't understand why. Um, I just think it comes. It starts in the locker room before the game. I think Coach Cooper needs to do a better job in that respect. And I know that might be some harsh criticism, but I, I truly believe that. And I'm sure some Lightning fans do as well. Uh, Headman takes a slap shot off the rebound four minutes into the second period. Ties it up at one. Um, cool little stat here. Uh, Headman now has the most goals by a defenseman since Brian Leach during the 94 uh, Stanley Cup playoffs in which uh, the Island, uh, the Islanders, the Rangers ended up going on to win the Stanley Cup that year. So that's a cool little stat that, you know, for all you Lightning fans, and I will address this at the end of the show, uh, who are freaking out right now. And if, if you haven't, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go on social media, uh, Lightning Twitter. There's a good number of people, Lightning fans, as well as non-Lightning fans who are already saying that the Lightning lost this series. Um... The, the Islanders still need to win two more games. You know, I'm not that good at math, but that's the way the series works. And a lot could happen from now until then. So let's just let's just cool the Jets. Maybe if the Lightning drop game six in, you know, a very bad showing, then maybe we might have to sound the alarm. But until then, let's just all relax. Um, going into the third period, don't know long. I this is a I was kind of delirious at this point. I uh, don't know how I was looking at my I'm looking at my notes right now. Uh, I wrote don't know how, how long uh, TV could get by giving away the puck on their own zone, which they were. You know now that I remember, they were doing that the entire third period. There was probably I want to say maybe like a ten minute stretch where the the Lightning were just giving up the puck in their own zone, neutral zone as well. I I don't understand. They were just being ridiculously careless. Now, you can't afford to be doing that either. You know, when you don't have the offensive side of things working for you, uh, you got to compensate by playing next next to perfect defense. So I, I, I don't understand. I, I don't know what was being said on the bench, but it definitely was not being – it was definitely not the right thing that needed to be said at that point in time, whether it was by Coach Cooper or anybody on the coaching staff or, you know, maybe Hedman or some of these players – I. Something needed to be said. Something somebody needed to go out there and make a statement. Um, I'm not saying let's go out there and start a fight and get a stupid penalty, instigating penalty. I'm not saying that, but something else needs to happen. Lay a big hit, do something. Um, and then the Lightning go on a four-minute penalty. They had a lot of good shots. Um, uh, two minutes. Then then they had two minutes going into the the first overtime and. You know, obviously they failed to score, which, like I said at the top of the show, that was their best chance to score. And then we all know uh, what happened, how this game ended. Uh, 
off the faceoff in their own zone. Shattenkirk gets the puff, and he just absolutely whiffs on the shot. And then uh, Anders Lee just rolls down the ice, sets up a one-timer to Jordan Eberle, uh, and that's it. That's a wrap, and the Islanders force game six. Now, listen, um, it is what it is. Uh, like I said, I mean, in that type of situation, just with the body language that was going on, the way they were playing, just the mistakes they were, you know, it was just the perfect storm of things that you don't want to see the team doing, especially in that situation. Um, you saw a lot of guys, especially after, uh, you know, especially after the Carter Verhage, uh goal that was overturned after the, I believe, I think it was, I think uh, the Islanders, yeah, they ended up challenging. It wasn't a, an actual official review, but um, you kind of sense that the tides were turning. Uh, you know, I think that, I mean, the whole, the whole reviewing a goal like that, in my opinion, I think it's so stupid. Now, if it was the other way around, obviously I'd be, you know, all happy about it. But I mean, at the same time, that's just the kind of thing that just just takes it regardless, you know, if if it's a close call for it was, you know, obvious like this one. Um, it just takes the wind completely out of the sails. And we saw it here with the lightning um, and the lightning needed to to really bounce back from that. And they I feel like they never did. Um, and that goal happened not too long after the victor had been won. And it was just one of those things where um, they were just down on themselves the entire time and not really going back to playing their game. Like I said, they had some good opportunities here and there, but they didn't really obviously make anything of it since uh, they ended up losing 2-1 in overtime. So, um, you know what? Hopefully Point gets back for game six and, you know, we won't have to worry about this. But like I said at the start of the show, the Lightning need to maybe start coming to grips with they might be out. They might be missing Braden Point until possibly Game 7, possibly for the rest of the series, depending on um, how severe his injury is uh, or, you know, if Coach Cooper decides to hold on to him. I think if this goes to Game 7, I think that Cooper is going to, um, if he doesn't play in Game 6, I think he's definitely playing him. I don't see a reason why. Um, you know, it's either, it's all or nothing in that situation, and then you just deal with the repercussions in the Cup Finals or, you know, afterwards. So, um yeah, we'll just have to wait. I think he's going to play in Game Six. I think I think there's no reason in this scenario to 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 not to not play him. And I think Braden Point definitely is going to want to play in this game. And you know, if this does go to a Game Seven, we could see Stammer back. Uh, obviously, we're not going to talk about. We're not going to even touch the Stammer conversation. Uh, we we spoke about it a little bit the other day in terms of the you know the footage that obviously came out of. Uh, him practicing, him looking good, but you know, like I said, it was you can't judge that. He was doing drills. It wasn't really like he was doing, you know, game situation versus practice is totally different mindset. Um, and I'm sure the coaching staff knows that. Uh, and but I think if you know this goes to a game seven, which I'm crossing my fingers, and I'm sure the Lightning are too, because uh, I I don't want to see a situation um, like. The Lightning, like Islanders, actually had to face uh, previous series against you know where you end up winning the series, but you're playing all these games, you know where the other team's coming back and just kind of making it more interesting, and then you're kind of gassed out for games one and two. Um, so, you know what? Uh, I think we could see Stammer in Game Seven, but that's just a little teaser for now. So, 
uh, and we'll 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 talk about you know that when the situation does arise. But but before we get into some other stuff to end the show, let's talk about our sponsor Roman. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like I lost my mojo or we avoid it altogether with excuses like I had a long day of work or sorry honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get free online evaluation for ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash XXX and get a complete online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to Roman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. So to end up, end things today on the show, I just want to say to all those Lightning fans that are freaking out right now, you know, saying, possibly saying that the series is over, relax. Relax. Okay? Take a deep breath. Do it with me. Ready? Say the words with me. I'm a Lightning fan. We're the best. We were one of the best teams in hockey. We're arguably the best team right now on one of the best runs in the playoffs right now, other than the other team that is awaiting us. And we could beat these Islanders, okay? Listen, the man doesn't make the team. The team makes the man. And when I'm talking about the man, I'm talking about Braden Point. This team isn't the Tampa Bay Braden Points. It's Tampa Bay Lightning. So the team will have to go out there and play with or without him. So, you know what? That's that's just my TED Talk right there for you guys. And if you need to listen to that uh, throughout certain times during this game, go ahead uh, during game six when it drops tomorrow. And I'll have a little TED Talk on tomorrow's uh, pregame show as well uh, just to kind of calm maybe some of you who, uh, you know, are still freaking out. But, you know what? We're going to be just fine. Um, Alex Kalorn, Tyler Johnson... And all those other guys, they need to step up, okay? They need to step up because unless they want this series to go to Game 7 and you're going to be having, you know, Braden, Storm, Braden Point possibly having to come back. If he hasn't already played, like I said, he's going to play Game 6. I would be shocked and very ticked off if I find out if we, if we you know, are talking tomorrow. If I'm talking tomorrow on the show and it turns out 21's not on the ice, it's not going to be on the ice for tomorrow. Um, I'm going to be very disappointed in the coaching staff. Unless it's one, unless it's a injury that he can't even walk. You know, if he can't even walk, and if he can't even, you know, put on his skates, then yes. All right. But I don't want to be sitting here talking about game seven. And then, you know, we're talking about is point going to be back? Are we going to bring back, you know, Stammer? Don't want to talk about it. Lightning needs to shut the, shut the door tomorrow. Um, it's more important than ever because, you know, if they lose game six, we could see a completely different shift in the ice um, from now until the possible game seven. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you on the next one.